0: Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's Wendy Sellers, the HR lady with my co-host, JC. Hey there hey jc you want to talk about common sense
1: no what's that
0: <laughs> common <laughs> sense is not common and common sense is not common practice so today our very special guest Rhonda scarf is here to explain what that means and by the way Rhonda, i just love it because i always say In many of my trainings, common sense is not common and then everybody chuckles and I go, hold on a second, and then I go into explaining more why that is, but I want to hear from your side why common sense is not common practice. Gosh, I wish I really knew the the solid answer for that. It's not
2: common practice because people don't approach their situations, their life, whatever, logically. None of us are logical. We're all illogical. So people do things that on the outside looks really stupid. (laughs) So it's not common. I mean, it's common practice to say thank you to someone if they, a common sense to say thank you if they hold the door. But it's not that common practice, is it? Like how hard is it to say thank you, yet it doesn't happen. And so there's a lot of uh, interpersonal behavior stuff that we think makes sense, but people don't do it.
0: Yeah. I love it. I love that. You also mentioned the word. Thank you. Cause I say that all the time. I'm like, it's completely free. It fits every single budget. It's yeah. easy to say, but if you better say it like you mean it, or else your employees, your coworkers, the people you live with know that you're just being sarcastic. So hey, didn't you write a book about this?
2: Yeah, I did. Common sense is not common practice, talking about the stuff we do at work, just basic stuff. And and people read it and laugh because they see everyone else in the stories. They see everyone else doing that. And then hopefully they see themselves going, Oh. I've done that. I'm not sure that I thought about it that way, but as I'm reading it, it's a big uh-oh.
1: uh-oh Real egg quick for you.
0: It's on my face, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Egg everywhere, allegedly, right? Hey, uh, Real quick, according to research provided by an anonymous recruiter, they say that most employers define common sense as having good judgment and practical knowledge that influence actions. Common Sense at Work employs these to influence your work habits. It involves identifying safety risks and making an effort to avoid them while not bothering others. And with that, I do have a uh, question for the both of you. Uh, Do you know what the fear of chainsaws is called? Common no. common sense. That's all. Back to you.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, we have a little comedy skit here going on too. That it that was actually really funny because yeah, it should be. That's <laughs> the
1: least I do for both of our countries. Back to you.
0: <laughs> hey, I want to I want to mix this into what we were talking about in episode one. We started talking about difficult conversations. We're going to continue talking about this, but you know what are um, some common issues maybe that you have dealt with and i could even share my own as well uh you know that you've had to maybe coach managers through for oh i don't know lashing out at their staff possibly while under the influence of alcohol?
2: Oh, I mean, it does happen. Like we, we were referring to it in the last episode. I mean, joking about the wine, right? But as people are, were working at home, especially in the height of the pandemic, if you happen to live in a state or a province that did the lockdown, there was a real blur between home and work. And there mm-hmm. that is a really awkward conversation to say, is that coffee in your cup? I mean, it's an awkward <laughs> conversation to say, you know, I signed on Teams this morning at eight and I didn't see you there till 10.30. Like, you know, those type of difficult conversations. It's, it's common sense that if you, you know, you go to work, at, you're hired to be there at nine o'clock, you should be there. But yet it's a conversation that virtually every manager has had at some point in their career about you're not here or you're disappearing early or your lunch is really long and like all the stuff that makes no logic that people do, but they do
0: yeah and it really comes down to um in, in my opinion and my experience as an hr consultant is well first of all what are the company policies you know if there's no policies yeah. on what time you need to clock in client clock out uh, cuz some companies don't have those policies nope. right some yeah. companies say we don't care what when you do it just do it and let us know when it's done and and or here's the deadline and that's all that's all you need to worry about. Other companies are like, no, you have to be at your desk at 8.30 to you know 5.30 Eastern Standard Time or whatever it is and you've to, got to check in. So, number one thing for our listeners is what is your policies? And if you don't mm-hmm. have policies, then how the heck are you going to hold people accountable <laughs> with this difficult conversation? Uh-oh, JC's got yeah, something here. Uh, uh,
1: all this discussion about uh, time, time tracking, yada, 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 blah, 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 right? What's got me is the fact that it's it, it sparks an emotion Wendy Rhonda it brings up an emotion and and I guess what I'm getting at here is you know what's what's a proper way to respond to an emotion if something's triggering you I'm not saying particularly in this instance I'm exaggerating a little bit but what if it sparks an emotion in an employee talking about these things how do we how do we respond to our emotions effectively
0: uh, you know, I, I'll i jump in real quick. And first of all, and just say um, before we hear from our expert here is emotions are difficult. And we, A, as a manager, whoever it is that's having this difficult conversation, we got to first check our own. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a hothead and I'm a high D personality. So there's times that I'm like, nope, cannot have this conversation right now because I know I'm going to screw it up. Now, there's yeah. also times where there's an emergency situation and I can't avoid that. So I got to go outside and take a few deep breaths or whatever it is I need to do to get my act under control so that I could then control the situation or attempt to control the situation. So that's my take first. of so I was like, you got to check yourself first. You got to go look in that mirror and go, okay. Am I part of the problem? I think I might be. (laughs) Oh, for
2: sure. Yeah. The reality is we all get emotional, right? And so there's three main emotions that happen when we're having a difficult conversation. And the first one is the most common and and you just blank out. And that's usually happens to the person that you're having the conversation with, right? Because they either didn't know it was coming, they didn't know what you were going to say. They're just, you know, they're deer in the headlights. And I I this happens to us all. We're just totally freeze, right? You have no idea what to say. And I jokingly say to my husband, I do my best work in bed because I wake up three in the morning with the answer.
0: I do too, I do too. I even keep a notepad next to my bed. Yeah. Me. I I used to just like, send myself an email, but then I start reading emails. And I'm like, no, just yeah. write it down and go back to bed. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. So when we're the when we're the manager having the conversation, we can be prepped, but the person we're having the conversation with does, isn't necessarily prepped. Like they they don't know, so we have to deal with that emotion. The second is exactly what you talked about, Wendy. Is is people lose their cool? Like that defensive reaction is huge, and they push back, they yell back, they fight back, and most people respond in kind so if you know that you're easily triggered as a manager and that somebody goes what are you talking about and and their anger you catch it you've got to really pull yourself back from the ledge as well and the third option typically doesn't happen to the manager or the hr professional but it happens to the employee is they cry now they don't cry because they're sad they cry because they're unbelievably frustrated that their lips aren't finding the words. And it comes from a place of frustration. And we also have to give them time to, you know, work it through. And and so whether it's our emotions or their emotions, the reason it's a difficult conversation is because we care about how this ends. I don't want to be embarrassed. Like imagine having to have the conversation with someone that they don't smell nice. I mean, they'd be mortified. And of course there's going to be emotions and, you know, most HR people have either practiced that conversation or had it, yep. and so there's, it's it's because we're we're embarrassed for them or they're really embarrassed. And we're picking up their emotions as well, so we have to not only deal with our emotions, we have to be ready to deal with theirs too.
0: We really do, and it's interesting that you brought up the the body odor. Um, conversation because I am doing a training in less than 24 hours and they've already asked me, um, to put that conversation on the um, plate. And so it was specifically about, uh, bad, bad breath. And yes, I've had that conversation before. And yes, yeah. even though I have over 25 years of experience, HR, I don't want to have that conversation either. That. So I have to role play with myself sometimes like, okay, yeah. what could possibly be said when I bring this up so that I'm prepared for it? Um, again, common sense isn't common; is not common practice, and common sense is uh, is not a common skill. But why is this? It's because we need training, everybody, every human being. I don't care what your role is; we need training and we need feedback, and we want to hear more from you, Rhonda, on that and how you help um, people in the administrative area in order to train them for all kinds of of skills, but definitely the difficult conversations. So we'll talk more about that in episode three.